We're a unique podcast for families of faith. Produced by parents and pastors who understand and appreciate how hard it is to maintain your faith in a hostile culture. We're here to encourage and support you in the most vital role of all, parenting. If you're feeling overwhelmed and afraid, it's okay. You're not alone. Brilliantly Brave is hosted by two honest and engaging dads with nine kids between them. A road tripper, author, and pastor, Father Brad Mathias, and iShine founder, solo parenting expert, and all-around foodie, Mr. Robert Beeson. Join us each week as we explore and engage with some of the most intriguing, inspiring, outrageous, and awesome parents in the world. This is Brilliantly Brave. Hi, and welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. I am your co-host, Pastor Brad Mathias, and I'm here with my colleague and sidekick. You don't have to apologize. You can say sidekick. It's not a big deal. I just give you a hard time because I know you're insecure about it. Well, I like poking. Since we're now on video and people can see us, if they if they choose to go to YouTube and watch this, they saw me flinch right as I said (laughs) sidekick. I kind of almost like I lobbed a grenade and ducked underneath the table. Did you see that? Yeah, it it was carefully rehearsed, and it's not. We spend way too much time talking about the sidekick thing. Well, right? I think it's important because, you know, as parents, people often feel like maybe Diminished? sometimes. Well, I mean, I think some parents feel if they're having a really bad day, they come into the house and they feel like they're the only one doing something. Hmm. Have you ever had that feeling as a parent? No, I, I feel that here. Like oh, I'm, you know, got but it. at home. So I feel like that fair. feeling like at the end of the day, when you get to the kitchen and you see the pile of dishes and you're like, wait. How could that all be here just for me? Like, I wasn't even here today. How do I, how's that my responsibility? Have you ever had that experience as a parent? Uh, we have six kids, so we don't have those dishes. But I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. I mean, okay. Yeah. So, Robert, what I'm saying is that sometimes mm-hmm. I feel that way when I come to work. That's all. That's <laughs> okay, Brad. nothing special. And well, you know, this is valuable time that we're taking up of people listening to this, and you, we've now look, lost two minutes driving, of their They're time. driving in their car. They're getting sorted. They got their coffee just right. They've cleaned up the little spill they got from the McDonald's go- drive through They're good. They're ready to go now, and it's time to introduce our next guest. Okay. <laughs> our only guest. Let's do that, Brad. Why no, don't you go our only it? and next guest for season two of Brilliantly Brave Parenting, and I know that you're going to be uh, thrilled to hear from this guest. She is a bigwig. She's in charge of a lot of important things in Colorado. Her name is Christy Lynn, and she is the Director of Kids and Culture Marketing at Focus on the Family. That's right. Hello, you guys. Hey, welcome. Wait, I feel like I need like a, a white hat or something. I don't know. I'm a not, white not- hat? Or, 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 you know, one of those British... Oh, wig- referee? You know, the little powder puffs on their heads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, she's important. Yeah. Like Washington, I don't know. Royalty? Yeah, okay. I get it. We're thrilled to have you, Christy. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not really a big wig, but I love what I do here. Focus on the family and love spending time with you guys. Well, Focus on the Family has been so instrumental for so many years, and I know we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, we were talking a little bit off air about how, for Brad and I, Focus on the Family has been a big part of our life. Um, maybe as a kid, not a part that we'd want to remember in the dare to be disciplined, but important because I think yeah. it really it really helped you know, mold who we were. So it's been a like a real anchor for for families in America for so long. 
and um, and the things that you guys are doing now is it's just really exciting to watch and really yeah um, you know fun. I remember I remember getting the book preparing for adolescence on my bed my <laughs> dad left me that book on my bed when I was uh, getting into my teenage years it was a lime green color I still remember it to this date and and I started reading that and that was hmm. my first my first entrance into what focus on the family was uh back in those days and um and it's been amazing focus on the family celebrating 40 years this year of helping families thrive and uh doing that by by preparing and strengthening and saving marriages uh helping parents along their parenting journey and and also just standing up for those that can't stand for themselves for Mm. kids that that don't have a voice you know the unborn the preborn is what we like to call them mm. and the preborn and, and for kiddos that that want a forever home and desire a forever home and then also helping kids that need to know and grow in jesus that's what we're all about we are helping families that are in crisis that need to talk and uh, with our help center area being able to do that so uh focus has done an amazing amount of work in the past 40 years and with God's help will continue to do that. Absolutely. Well, we couldn't be more excited. And I'm personally thrilled um, that you guys are getting into helping solo parents out there in the near future. Um, I'm I'm proud to be a Focus on the Family author. My book's wow. coming out in January. And so um, we just, on so many levels, we're so happy to, to have you on the show. And um, I know that not only what focus does but you i mean you've been there for what is it 14 years is that what i read earlier a half years yeah we moved yeah. my family moved out here back in 2000 mm. and then left for a little while because of you know christian music love it so couldn't leave it and then got mm. back got back to focus on the family so um love love the journey and love to see what god has done literally all over the world that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, Christy, I can't help but think I'm 47. I was raised uh, by good, godly Christian parents who believed in spanking. And um, <laughs> they loved Dobson and read everything he published, and, and I paid the price. But at the end of the day, there was a stability to that, right? There was this consistency that focus on the family was a place that parents who were struggling with something they knew they could go to. Right. It was a it was a resource. It was a support. It was lighthouse in a dark world, so to speak. Yeah. And I, I'm really encouraged to hear not only are you celebrating your 40th uh, year as an organization, but also the fact that some of these brands that you developed, even in my age, I remember like Adventures and Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Adventures and Odyssey is celebrating its 30th year this year. It's kind of crazy. And so, and it's amazing to hear all the stories. We're hearing stories of parents who grew up on Adventures and Odyssey and then, um, and then now their kids are growing up on Adventures and Odyssey. We just had Benjamin Watson here, who is an NFL player, and he's going to be on the broadcast uh, again in October. And um, and he was talking about how uh, he grew up on Adventures and Odyssey and how his kids love Adventures and Odyssey, and he uses it with their kids now. And so uh, we hear all sorts of those things. And, of course, Adventures and Odyssey um, is just fun. It's, it's fun to listen to, but the impact is so very deep. What do you think, um, having looked back, and I'm sure you guys have had many conversation, 
conversations as an organization. What do you think it is about Adventures and Odyssey that has been such a mainstay? That what what is it that that keeps kids and families engaged in in, in what you're doing with Adventures? Well, part of it is uh, we have a fabulous group of writers who have written an an, an amazing amount of stories, and um, and through those stories. They're talking about relationship and ultimately hmm. pointing back to Jesus, pointing back to God and God's ways. And, um, and I think that that's something to admire. I mean, kids love to listen and they'll hear wit. And he's that calm and gentle voice that's a mentor and a coach. Hmm. You've heard from some kids that have written into us and they've said, and even adults, that they've said, you know what, I never had a, a father figure as a child or my father figure, my relationship with my dad wasn't great. And so Wit became that mentor to me. And so I think when we hear those sorts of things, um, that's the impact. You become uh, part of the family. You Wit becomes a friend. Connie becomes a friend. Uh, Wooten becomes a friend. And mm. you're getting in what they're doing and then hopefully through the writing through the storytelling we can teach kids important lessons about character and about faith and about god's values and god's ways but do it in a fun way do it in a fun way that's that's built with creativity of the art of storytelling Mm. Yeah, I mean, story is so significantly important to uh, any kind of relationship. You know, it's it's woven into all of our lives, obviously. But I have found that you know, working with with our audience at iShine, stories are the way that that it opens up dialogue where where you can actually impart some wisdom without being too declarative and you know preachy and. And I, th- I think that's what's great about Focus on the Family. I've always loved the idea of Focus approaches things not from obviously a biblical standpoint, but also understanding the holistic, you know, psychology of how people are made up. I mean, James Dobson's background was in that, and so this is not this is trying to figure out a way into kids' lives and into the family's heart, which I think you guys have done a tremendous job at over the years, and um, it's testament to. It. Now, what are you guys doing for Adventures in Odyssey? I know that this is coming up on a landmark year for you, and there's a lot. Of activities, and without yeah. turning into a big commercial, I think it's important to like recognize. Well, no, I mean, I we want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, for Adventures and Odyssey, I'll first say we've had tons of kids that have. Uh, we we've heard from lots of parents about how Odyssey has affected their lives. One story I will tell you about how you know it's not preachy or cheeky is that I had a parent come up to me in a um, homeschool conference recently and and she she said we he loves Odyssey but one night he came to my bedroom after listening crying and I thought wow this isn't going to be good and um, and she went on to say how Adventures and Odyssey had um, um, the the little boy came up to her and said, "Mom, I've been I I, I didn't tell the truth in this situation." And he went on to explain mm. the situation where he lied. And the mom said, "Well, what made you come and and say something?" And and she said, "Wit from Adventures and Odyssey." And, <laughs> 
So it's those sorts of things or the fact that, um, you know, we, we did an album a couple of years back where we were really trying to teach the value of family and, and God's ways and how family is God's design. And um, Wit was using the um, the illustration of, of a fountain pen to say that you could take a fountain pen and you could turn it into a nail if you wanted to. And you could use that nail to hang a picture, but that fountain pen was designed to be a fountain pen. And, um, and those of things help to teach kids the values of how God has made us, how God has wired us, and and how God desires us to to be all that He's planned for us to be. Um, as far as Adventures and Odyssey goes, we've been doing all sorts of things. Of course, uh, we wrapped up this past summer. We wrapped up um, the Get in the Show contest which allowed for a kiddo to uh, be able to go on the cruise in November and perform with the Adventures and Odyssey actors. And that was loads of fun. And through that um, contest, not only was it fun, but we were also teaching kids about uh, the fact that they have a part to play in God's larger story. And uh, God, again, has made them unique and wonderful. And uh, he has a special plan and a purpose for their lives. And so that was done. And then we're going to be doing some live events coming up in 2018. And uh, we have the brand new Adventures in Odyssey Bible that we just released, uh, which we're thrilled about because it's the first time in a long, long time that we've had the Adventures in Odyssey Bible and mm. um, totally redone and uh, colorful maps and all sorts of stuff. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, we want kids to learn to know and grow in Jesus. And and we believe that just like a house, if, if a kiddo can have a strong foundation and build that strong foundation at a very young age, um, then uh, they're going to be able to stand the storms of life. And uh, we know from research, and you guys know this, that from research, you know, a kid's, a kid's moral fiber, it's built by the age of 14. And, and and all those character attributes are really kind of deep into their core by that time. So yeah. we just want to mm-hmm. be there and, and make that make that foundation for them strong. And also be there for the moms and the dads. You know, um, it, it's hard parenting these days. It's hard to it's hard to know what to do. I I'm a parent of two kids. My, my kids are a little bit older now, but I remember them growing up and it just seems like it gets harder and harder with time. Mm. My daughter just graduated high school. She's starting uh, college and in college this fall. And um, I remember, you know, in middle school, different for her. My son started at the same middle school six years later this past fall. And he he experienced things I never would have dreamed that he would have experienced at, in sixth grade. Just mm. kids are talking about what they're, you know, what they're doing. Um, kids that are um, just kind of confused with identity issues and, and, and who they are and whose they are. And I just never thought that, that you know, my son would have to kind of uh, go experience some of that but he's experiencing that and so as a parent I end up having to experience that and knowing how to handle those sorts of things so we want to be there as a tool and as a resource for parents to help them um, whether it's you know getting a resource and utilizing it or calling our 
800 line and talk to our, our counseling uh, department. We get loads of calls every single month. And uh, then our staff is able to, to call, um, our staff is able to pray for them uh, on Fridays. We, we consider that an honor to to pray for our constituents and some of these folks it's marriages breaking apart it's mm. uh with their children it's um you know parents that are are just dealing with issues whether it be discipline which you know sometimes are easy training issues mm-hmm. or it's really hard stuff of you know my my kids are on drugs my daughter's cutting how do i handle this sort of thing and so um we counted an honor family is 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 not perfect it's not it's it's not pristine and um it, life is messy and it just gets messier and messier as as we live in a fallen world and and the world is more and more fallen every single day and so we've got to have that hope and that help in order to overcome and in order to um, do what's best for our family. Yeah, I think, you know, as I'm listening to you talk, it is, it just reminds me, you know, Robert, our kids are high school, college, mm-hmm. and older, and um, just the reality that, that parents, uh, preteens, um, uh. are, are really, they're kind of stuck with Disney or Nickelodeon. If you look at the secular options they have out there, I mean, and we've talked about this before. It's, you know, it's not that they are overtly bad programming out there, but all they know is sarcasm. Like the entire skit is a sarcastic skit and it's, Mm. it's just sort of negative and Mm. is definitely not a positive for a family of faith. And then Uh to sort of say, Hey, there are options available yeah. for these families today that are great options they're not these aren't boring you know halfway produced kind of lame christian yeah. content you right. know right. this oh. is really top of the line stuff and as i researched a little bit for this interview i was looking at just the adventures and odyssey club and mm-hmm. and i mean the artwork on that and the the depth and the breadth of what's available for a parent right yeah. now the affordability all of that just it jives and uh, if you've got kids and they're under the age of what 12 13 yeah and- about eight, 8 to 12 is typically what we try and target yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know the, the whole reason we wanted to go and do the club for instance we started that back in 2014 and i tell you we started it with duct tape and chicken wire i mean <laughs> it was, we we did the very best we could with what we had at that time and um and we wanted to start being in that space because we we found through research that kids are spending more and more time online mm-hmm. research Research will tell us that, um, you know, kids are spending up to six hours a day with some type of electronic device, some type of on off switch. And, um, and I've seen that even in my own, in my own life with my kids and definitely with my kids that I teach at church, um, the more and more I'm seeing these preteens come in to church with their own cell phones, um, and of course, those are personal decisions that families have to make. But we wanted to be there for them, and we also wanted them to see of themselves. You know, sometimes we are so caught up in this world, um, especially with 
digital and online and, and social media where we're, we're online in, in our own digital world. We don't really think beyond ourselves sometimes. And so we wanted to be able to give kids a vision for what it's like to put your faith in action in different ways and what it's like to put discipleship into action. Hmm. And so when we created the club, that was the mindset. It, it we wanted to definitely be where kids were, but we also wanted to go beyond that. So every single um, month, we are trying to teach kids something specific, whether it's a character trait or if we're trying to teach them about someone who's doing something extraordinary. One of the first stories that we covered was um, a woman, is Dr. Val, and she brought peace to two warring tribes in Uganda. Mm. And she was a veterinarian. You know, she was a veterinarian. She was just taking care of these of these tribes' cows <laughs> and um, just making sure that their cows were okay. But in the process of that, brought peace to them. She realized that they were fighting, that they were wanting to kill each other's cows and wanting to kill each other, basically. And she brought peace to them and and brought them to ultimately know Christ. Many of them. And so when we told her story, a lot of kids wrote in and they're like wow, I could be a veterinarian and, and share Jesus with other people. Hmm. And it's just opening up that, that mindset that sometimes people put uh, folks in different in different categories. They say, well, if you're a pastor, then obviously you're going to tell people about Jesus. But if I'm a garbage man, how does that work for me? Or if I'm a teacher, how does that work for me? And and so I think giving kids that, um, that sort of vision and that sort of insight that you can do all sorts of things. God has wired each of us with all sorts of talents and abilities. And if we um, lean on Him, He's going to show us uh, what to do. I would never in a million years have dreamed of working at Focus on the Family in what I do now. Um, when I started, I wanted to be in radio, wanted to be in television, wanted to do all those sorts of broadcasting-ish things and did those things. But I wanted something more. I wanted I wanted to um, be to do something meaningful and and being called to focus on the family back in 2000 and doing what I've done it's just been an amazing journey to see how God has taken the gifts and the abilities and college degrees and experiences and woven those all together hmm. and he do that with every single kiddo, every single child, and uh, he wants to do that with our families. You know, our families, each of our families have have a mission. They they have something special that God can call them to do too. And so that's that's really the the preface of that. With the club, we have um, the ability. We we put the whole enchilada online. So eight hundred plus episodes on there. They can have fun, but much more than just listening to a bunch of episodes and listening to their favorites. It's learning how to put their faith into action and how to own their faith yeah. so that so that they're strong and they will stand and they will stand the test of time. I love that. And I, I you know, we're we're talking about social media and um, tablets and how kids bring their cell phones into church. And I just want a disclaimer here. When we show the video, it's going to show me getting on my, my iPhone while you were talking, but it's because <laughs> something I wasn't just surfing. I, there was something I, I, um, I got some stats this weekend that kind of affirm what you were saying. Um, 
it, and it was it basically George Barnett sent this to me. Um, right now, kids, tweens spend six hours a day absorbing media, forty mm-hmm. to forty-five hours a week. And then here's this: it gets closer to nine hours among teens, with an average of fifty to fifty-five hours a week. That's right. Um, and what struck me as you were talking was not only those two facts, but but this fact. Um, that a majority of tweens in America now own their own tablet or laptop. And that's yeah. why it's so important for th- programs like the club that you mm-hmm. guys are doing to to go to where the kids are. They're no longer watching just television with a bunch of people. It's it's individualized. And so I think it's great yeah. that you're reaching them. Like and that. I think it's also a, a great way, you know, I, I had one family member, uh, a mom, write me the other day and she said, she said, Odyssey is the only thing we don't limit. Well, hmm. okay. Um, that's a person, that's a family choice too. Hmm. What I would say for a family is that it's super important, especially in the teen years when they're bombarded with messages, when right. they're bombarded with, um, with musical lyrics for them to understand how to decipher and filter and discern wise media. And so I always teach my, my kiddos at church in Philippians, it talks about whatever's true, whatever's pure, you know, think about these things. There's a whole list of things. And, and so if you take the media that you're consuming and kind of line it up with that, um, how does it filter out? Mm -hmm. Does it work? And um, and so I, I I believe in boundaries for my kids and even my personal kids. My my son he will he loves YouTube and he will spend all all time there. Um, and you have to say, okay, enough's enough. Go read a book and um, or go go jump on the trampoline or go ride your bike or go do something. And um, but I at the same time I feel like we're called as um, as past, as pastors, church leaders, as parents, as folks that are trying to to guard our kids, we're we're called to provide good quality uh, media for them and um, and provide means in which they can consume the gospel right. in way and whether that's using their iPhone to read the Bible um, I, I will say in our youth group you know we have teens that will read their Bible on their iPhone and that's okay they're reading their Bible mm-hmm. um, but we also want to teach them the skill set to actually get into the physical Bible and look up a book and look up verses and, and do that sort of thing and then um, also as far as media is concerned I think I think it's important to also have time to interact with the kind of is that it's a global community and all of the comments are pre-moderated by uh, our focus staff here in Colorado before they're ever posted but it's cool for, for kiddos to be able to talk to each other able to say i'm going to pray for you about that and be able to interact and just have friends uh, so there's positives and, and there's not so positives about media and, and you've got to strike that balance as a family and it is hard it's hard to know when the right technology to introduce uh, what platforms to introduce at what time and then how to keep them safe and i think it's just majorly having having conversations with them but it can be tools for it could be some tools to protect kids too. Um, as yeah, there's as quite a few of those platforms now that that are exactly. are built to filter out. Um, I know, uh, I think Disney came out with one called Circle that mm. I've heard really good things about. That you know, not only block 
uh, questionable things, but they also limit time. Like you were saying, how important mm-hmm. it is for kids to spend time outside. And, you know, there was yeah. so much time in front of a screen. Uh, this app, I, I'm not this app, this hardware, actually, I believe it, it, it recognizes IP addresses and it knows how much time you're actually online and then just shuts you down after. Right. And also it gives the mom the ability to, to shut it down for mealtime so that like you can't, which is great. Well, and you know what? There's simple things like that. Um, I've had, uh, first of all, we have friends here at Focus on the Family, Net Nanny and Force Field that we hmm. have come to love and and uh, and just appreciate the software and the technology that they have available to them. And there's, there's simple things just as a parent, just creating boundaries. And, it, and it's hard. It is so hard. Yeah. And sometimes you have to reset those um, with them. For my kids, I started with my daughter and with my son now, but with my daughter, I started a social media contract with her. And it was, it was, basically what you can use when you can use it and and set out all those boundaries and all those things and then over the course of time we've changed that right um, when when she turned 18 i changed it instead of a social media contract i changed it to a launch plan and i said hey you're an adult now we want to we want to make sure that you're launching well that's and great these are the things we still think you need to do in order to maintain your your purity as far as what what's mm-hmm. going into pain and and your eyes and what's going on, you know. And so, and even with our son, um, we've had those discussions, and and we're but it's a little bit different for him. And that's the other thing I would just say to parents: not every child is the same. Mm-hmm. There are some kids that can handle some things, and some kids that should not be handling other things. Yeah, and you have sure. to. Yeah. And that's the reason why kids don't come with instruction manuals, right? I mean, the only thing you have is really, really the Bible to look to look at and to to handle. One quick thing that I had a friend recently, um, one of her kids were in were at a ended up at a at a friend's house and just thought it was going to be a fun night, and uh, her her son had to call home and say, can you pick me up? Cause there's some uncomfortable stuff here. Hmm. And, um, and that kiddo called the dad and of course he came. But one of the, one of the tips that a dad recently had that I saw online and she mentioned online, which I thought was awesome was to have your child. If they're in an uncomfortable situation to text an ex to you hmm. and, um, and then you can pick up the phone and call your child and say, Hey, you know what? Something's just happened at home and we really need you home. I'm going to come and get you in just a few minutes. Um, that way it's not the kid um, reporting or anything or anything it's making the parent kind of the bad guy you know that something's at home something's going on we have to get you home kind of thing but then it it discreetly gets the kid out of a certain situation whatever that may be so I love that I thought that was a good tip too, and 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 I think the whole realm, you know, what we've tried to do here at Focus on the Family is even uh, utilize plugged in mo- uh, movies and plugged in uh, movie reviews. We have book reviews, game reviews, tons of them, hundreds of them are online at plugged in, and and the guys they go and watch those in order to provide information to parents to know what's going on. So that's another good resource if you know that your kids are 
fascinated with a new series or fascinated with the latest album or movie coming out, you can always check and make sure that that's, you know, what, what pitfalls may be, may be there. I mean, something as simple as my husband and I and my son, we, we recently went to go see a Marvel movie. My, my husband loves Marvel and has kind of given that love to my, <laughs> to my son. But it's important to know what's going to be in a movie or what's going to be in a particular piece of work before you dive in and then and then have those important conversations if you do if you do choose to go see those things have the important conversations afterwards so mm-hmm. that um those conversations and that openness is there about you know what's really good about that movie and what may not be so good from a christian point of view i love and what I, you're saying there because you're not just saying just shield them from everything yeah but you're saying i mean there's some things that you should definitely shield them from but in some cases yeah. it might be a really good conversation starter and so utilize yeah. some of these um media opportunities as a great conversation started to actually have a connection and to explore these things with our kids. Exactly, exactly. And that's also, you know, recently, I think there was a little bit of a, of a fad with 13 Reasons Why, for mm-hmm. example. And, um, and Focus on the Family created a uh, PDF download that you can get at FocusOnTheFamily.com that just kind of walks a parent through that um, series so that they don't necessarily have to watch it, but they're familiar with what's going on, but then giving them kind of that, that God's view of, of those situations and those, uh, those, uh, different areas so that there can be real conversations uh, about that in the home. And so all those types of resources, there's, there's plenty of them. And I think I would just encourage, um, families and moms like me, I know you're so busy and Know that it's so crazy and yes there are rabbits in the in the kitchen sink because the <laughs> dishes pile up they do there there has to be rabbits in those things but um but you got to take time to just uh fill yourself with a little bit of knowledge and also make that time with your kiddo to be able to talk through those things because it, it leads to greater um, greater results down the road to have that open communication, that open conversation, and to be knowledgeable about what's going on around you. Such a good reminder. Yeah. You know, Christy, I couldn't help but think uh, I was looking at the FocusOnTheFamily.com website as you were talking a little bit and, you know, I I know Focus on the Family is is famous for reaching kids and really providing for parents uh, good resources, but I can't help but see how much there's been an expansion in your support of parents, mm. uh, especially the parent who's in the middle of some kind of transition or a crisis. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's divorce care, there's, there's stuff for depression, addictions. Uh, people dealing with loss and tragedies and, and abusive relationships. I mean, there's a, a significant depth and breadth to what you guys do as a ministry for the parent of kids. Mm. Um, yeah. And I know that the statistics are often sort of overwhelming. And a parent may be listening to this podcast today and they're thinking, that's great that you've got this stuff for my kids. You know, right. like it's awesome that Adventures and Odyssey will really engage my nine-year-old, but yeah. I'm trying to figure out how you know I'm going to stay married. 
Um, and yeah. so I just want to encourage uh, any listener, any parent, uh, husband or wife, even the solo parent, the single parent, uh, and that could be from a divorce or from being widowed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There are people who are just needing reassurance, encouragement, to, to just get that nudge, if you will, of hope in the right direction. And so I just want to, you know, as we're closing our time, I just want to make sure that all of our listeners know Focus on the Family is amazing and Adventures in Odyssey is as good as it gets for this age group. But there, but there is a lot more that you guys are doing to really reach out to families. And I would say to that end, there's a couple of ways that you can stay connected with us and get that hope and encouragement. Um, First of all, through our daily broadcasts, we've had uh, folks that have, it was actually a woman who was ready to go to the lawyer to get divorce papers. When she turned on the radio and just so happened to come upon Focus on the Family. We know those are God appointments. And um, after listening to that, she he decided not to go through with that and then that couple sought counseling there's been other stories where a woman was about to um she wanted to end her life completely she was done and uh came upon focus on the family broadcast that had a guest on that was talking about suicide and depression and um and reached out to us found out that 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 this was going to be in her hometown in the next few weeks and when that when that guest was there uh in her hometown they were she was able to minister to that woman and and give her hope that her life could go on hmm. uh, so the daily broadcast is one of those ways also the books and resources that that come out when we do resources it's not meant those are resources meant to help families thrive to help um, to help marriages, to help parents um, in their in their need, um, and also to entertain and educate as we need to. So those are things. And then finally, I would just say our our counseling line again is one eight hundred the letter A family. Um, you can call. You can you can ask for resources. You can. Um, we, pray with you. There's counselors that are available to you to talk if needed. And um, and I will tell you personally, my heart's been broken just because we. I got a text um, just the other day from um, my, my husband's best friend. And um, they said, and he said in the text, and he was texting Scott and I, my husband and I, and, and he said, our, our divorce is going to be final on Friday. And that's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Because we, we have been trying to help and be there and be a resource for them for a number of months now. And, and sometimes it just it isn't the, the happy ending that, that you want it to be. And so we want to be there for families. Um, and, and focus on the family is hopefully with God's grace going to continue to do that for, for many years to come. Amen. I can say amen to that. What do you Absolutely. think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christy, we are out of time today, um, and we are grateful that you took the time to share with our audience just a little bit about the uh, amazing resources and options that are available for today's family uh, in Colorado Springs at Focus on the Family. So thank you for joining us. May God richly bless you. Thank you. Well, Robert, we just uh, finished really 
uh, in-depth review of kind of all that Focus on the Family offers. I know it's kind of dropped off the radar for a lot of families in the last decade or two, but it's still alive and kicking. It is. There's a, there's a lot going on there, and um, I, I I know that the the heart of what they're doing um, as an organization really is about the family, and it, it you know it started there, and um, I. I didn't really follow it through the mid years, but I know that there's just a revitalized interest in helping families thrive. And so um, I think she did a good job of articulating all the different programs they've got and, and also gave us a little glimpse into the fact that the people that running this or the people behind everything are real people. Right. And, you know, yeah. like she said, have messy lives from time to time. And as we all do. Um, so I, I thought this was great. I enjoyed hearing her perspective and I enjoyed like just seeing the passion that they have for families and creating resources and connecting with families. Yeah, I just want to sort of kick it back a little bit about as we watch our culture kind of adapt, transition, uh, leaving a biblical worldview and embracing sort of this humanistic relativism, uh, we call it the post-Christian world, mm. right? The, the reality yeah. that more people uh, are skeptical of the Bible and the and the the nature of Jesus Christ than are not. Right. So we're suddenly now a minority. And I think resources and places like Focus on the Family become more important as we get further from our roots uh, as a nation. And so I would encourage people that are listening, you know, we're, we're really fans of this, not just because of one thing they do, but right. for what they stand for Absolutely. in general. Um, and I, I've seen a lot of them. I know we work with ministries a lot through the Tween Gospel Alliance, and some of them are young and new and innovative, and some are kind of older and more established. And the challenge that we see is that older ministries have trouble adapting sometimes to the new technologies, the new culture mm -hmm. shifts that are around them. And I, one thing I can say for sure, Focus on the Family appears to be very agile. Mm -hmm. They're they're responding very uh attentively to the culture if you look at that club for adventures and odyssey i mean that started out as just a radio like cassette radio stuff yep and if you look at it today it has podcasts it has video links it has uh study guides it has interactive avatars like you can pick and be one of the characters within it within odyssey as you join the club it's right you know i mean they've done a really Great job. They've paid attention to, to making something relevant without um, without diluting right. their purpose. Yeah, and that's such a fine line. I know yeah. we've been doing Eyeshine Now for almost a decade. And, I mean, think about how much we've had to adapt. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, when we started out, it was, you know, we had never done a television series. We, yeah. <laughs> We didn't know what we were doing. Uh, we we had a website that, you know, was pretty much one page. Yeah. Um, you know, we had no idea what social media was. We had no idea, you know, how to engage our audience other than this one factor. And over nine, ten years, we've had to adapt probably every year. Probably. And I think that's a really good reminder to families that um, in parenting to constantly measure ourselves and adapt as times go. Because not only is every kid different, but every kid in every stage of life is going to be different. And so we need to constantly, you know, I think there are so many ways that I believe I'm more connected and a better parent than I was parented, but we're not competing. I mean, we're competing amongst so many other voices that 
that we never had to deal with. Our kids are are are, comp- are having to listen through all these things. So, I think it, adapting, being able to adapt, is a good thing to do as a parent, as well as obviously as ministries. But it's a good reminder for us as parents. Yeah, and I I really like the fact that Christy was able to kind of zoom in a little bit and go, okay, I'm a mom too. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I run this this big ministry uh, department within Focus on the Family, but I'm also on the ground, you know, sort of in the kitchen, if you will. And she made this comment about creating social media contracts with her daughter. And I thought, man, what a great idea. I was recently at a friend's house in Pennsylvania and, and they have three kids in uh, college and high school and they collect their kids' smartphones when they go to bed. Mm. Yeah. Like at 10 o'clock or whatever, you know, mom and dad get the, I think that's a great, put them in a basket and take it into their bedroom. And I'm like, man, that's a great idea. You know, that that's thinking. It is thinking. And I've had the conversation with my kids and, you know, it's uh, well, how am I going to wake up? And, and every family is different, but yes, the point is we need to be intentional about what we're doing with our kids and not just leave it to chance and not just think that what worked when we were kids or what worked even five years ago or a year ago is necessarily going to work today. Yeah. I, I just found that, uh, encouraging you know, I'm about to enter into being a grandparent. Mm-hmm. So that's coming for me very shortly. And uh, I'm going to watch my kids now parent kids. Freaky. It's going to be fascinating, I yeah. think. And so if you think about that, you know, focus on the family's 40 years old. That's a generation biblically. Mm-hmm. And so now some of the kids that were raised by focus on the family are now helping to run it. Right. 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 And so for me, that's a real evidence that God is in something when it reproduces itself. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I just encourage parents, if you haven't uh, spent any time on their website lately, if your marriage is in trouble, if you need help with raising kids, if you if you just need resources or a view for a movie, they have a lot of stuff on that website. And so please check it out. And and, uh, we would encourage you to do that. Now, before we totally close off, uh, before we finish this podcast, I, I worked very hard today, Robert. Really? Yeah, I had to wrestle Winston a little bit harder. He He was feisty today. Yeah, I had to give him like three pieces of cheese to get some wisdom. Um, He didn't want to give up wisdom. No, I think he's getting used to this now. It's the celebrity. Yeah, I think he's getting a little attitude. Um, And so after a little bit of sort of, you know, sweet talk, and I, you know, I did tell him he was handsome today and his... His fur was looking extra shiny. And then he finally told me just... He and of course, for those just listening for the first time, perhaps, we're talking about uh, Winston LaCroix Beeson, who is uh, my dog, but our mascot here. He, um, yeah, and he is... He's a, quite a piece of work. He's a chorky. He is. Very yeah. good. Yeah, he's a chorky. I, I think he kind of looks like a squirrel with a lion's mane. Hmm. Uh-huh. And, and, and I mean that in a positive way if Winston's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he is. So Winston whispered to me just a couple of very wise sayings, some facts, and I know our listeners will be fascinated. They may even drive right off the road. It's uh, not good. I mean, well, this is in, this is intense stuff. So if you know if you're seated, make sure your seatbelt is on. Here's here's the first one. There are three today. This is not just a single thing. I gave him three pieces of cheese. I got three facts. Okay. All right. Number one: Men are six times more likely to be struck by lightning than women. Really? As fact. Yeah. Winston told me. Number two, Coca-Cola, the drink, Coca-Cola, would be green if it wasn't colored. 
Really? Now that... That's a little sick. That could be like a Dr. Seuss drink, you know? That's pretty cool. And then the third one, and this is important for you and I, Robert. Okay. I think this is very important for any any husbands out there in their middle ages. You cannot snore and dream at the same time. I beg to differ. No, it's it's here. It's on it's on my resource kit here. Okay, it's from a dog. Well, Winston is not just a dog. I realize know. that. I uh, realize he is uh, very wise and can apparently talk, but only to you. Well, I am the dog whisperer okay yeah so with that i just want to leave those important details with every one of our parents who are listening and enjoying the brilliantly brave podcast we have a good time with this we hope you do too please visit us on social media stop by apple uh subscribe to our podcast and give us a positive review if you would it's great and uh, we'll see you here next week next week we have guests flying in all the way from new zealand it's tim and amy clary they're the family behind the Ministry of Aetherlight, an online software ministry game, and they are a delightful addition to the Brilliantly Brave family. We hope you can definitely download or tune in next week right here at Brilliantly Brave Parenting. Parents, remember, even if you may not feel brilliant or brave, you are. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 13. This podcast is a service of iShine Ministries and the Tween Gospel Alliance, all rights reserved. Donations to Brilliantly Brave are tax deductible at iShineLive.com. Review and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or on our webpage. And read our blog and connect with us at WordPress at BrilliantlyBrave.com. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Brilliantly Brave. iShine is a faith-based ministry and media company that looks and feels a lot like a Christian version of Disney. iShine is more than entertainment. We're the producer of the largest Christian tween TV series in the world, a nationally syndicated radio show, a Nashville-based record label, host to multiple live tours and summer festivals, an interactive website and social media, and a provider of printed and digital devotionals, preteen Bibles, and church curriculums. But more than anything, we're a trusted Christian resource for parents and pastors. You can turn to us for all things tween. Check us out at iShineLive.com. Hey, parents and grandparents, this is Zach Fay, creator of Light Gliders, a digital game world of Christian faith and fun. The critical years to impact kids for Christ are before the age of 13, and kids are spending more time digitally connected than ever before. Light Gliders was created to redeem this time and to encourage faith, values, and meaningful conversations among the kids you care about. Visit us today at lightgliders.com or download the Light Gliders app.